That's my dog. Look at her. See, I ain't even get a chance to introduce her yet. She ready to go. Oh, but we got superstar shouting tonight. Oh. Fresh off the runway from Milan, you know. Man, you look like, too. You tried to say I was from Studio 54, and I said, no, baby, the wrong female. Wrong one. I just got off the plane from Milan, fashion no. week, darling. Look, she ain't talking about Mulan's over there on Cascade. No, Milan. Milan. She's talking about Mulan. You know what I mean? Man, I'm in here with my girl. The one and only electrifying <laughs> Ebony Electro. Oh, good God, so mighty. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you something. Can I be honest with yes, you? Yes, be honest with me. You have always been. Always been. And still are. Amen. One of my favorite people to see. Oh, my gosh. Baby, are you me kidding me? Baby, Baby, let me tell you something. You know, you always been about like that shirt. I'm talking about <laughs> shining, shining, baby. Shining, shining, Every time shining. I see you, baby, I say, man, that is, hey, man, I used to love to see you come. But shine. I never had on sequin at all times, so what you, made me shine? Baby, it was just your glow, just your personality, that charisma. You know. I'll take that. You know what I used to love about you? What? I used to say, I don't know what the hell she do. <laughs> But boy, whatever she do, she got to be doing it. Everybody has always said that. Really? It's like once I was on the radio with Ryan Cameron and then, and then that ended. Yo. I guess people would always think that, you know, but at the end of the day, one thing about me is I call myself the queen of reinvention. I'm not one person who's going to have a gig and let that be my only claim to fame mm -hmm. and stop. You know, you got to know how to reinvent yourself, like yeah. in all honesty. And I've been very good at doing that. I've done a great job of like, doing it. I almost want to teach a course on reinvention, like you, seriously. You are like the perfect example of it ain't what you do, it's who you are. It's, oh my God, I tell people all the time, this one girl <laughs> tried to clown me when I was in South Africa. She was like, I was hanging out with a, she's really a good friend of mine, but she's uh, just a big powerhouse in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends who lives there saw the pictures and she was like, I can't believe you went around her with, with flip flops. I said, girl, this is who I am. Cause see, they all Gucci down, Versace. I said, if I walked in with Gucci from head to toe, they're not gonna remember that, but they're gonna remember me. Mm. They won't even know that I had on Gucci Absolutely. because all they're gonna see and what they're gonna remember is me. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with, with the clothes or mm. it's not, it's not, I don't, I can, wow. listen. That's interesting. I, I can care less. It's the truth. Out of everybody you hung out with back then in the 90s, mm -hmm. You the only one I really like. Like I can remember stories, times. I can always remember Ebony Electra, mm -hmm. and everything else was kind of. And like, you know that's my real name, right? I know that. You know that. Right, so you were born to Electrify. Born to Ele Ebony Electra. Where? Isn't that crazy? Good God! Oh Birth certificate, driver's license, you name it, it's there. Mm, I said, <laughs> man, I used to, I'd never forget when you uh you used to come to the dungeon. Oh my God, that was my favorite place back I then. I used to be like, man, she's so cool, man. Cool. I just used to watch it just cool. kick it and all that. You had the, uh, what was it, the uh, Ebony Electra Girls? Uh-uh, but you're right. Take the Electra out, Ebony Girls. Ebony Girls. The Ebony Girls. The and you Ebony know what's so girls. crazy? That was, <laughs> people thought I was a madam. Look at you. Oh my God. And listen, hold up now. That's exactly what I thought you were. I say now, Shada got the pimping going. 
Damn, she got that pimp. She got a pimp shoes on. I used to be like, I ain't never say nothing. I would never ask nobody. But I just used to be like, hmm. You know what's so crazy? It wasn't even about that. It was, and it's none of my friends, none of the girls in Ebony Girls were handpicked. Mm. They were literally all my friends. I always have a lot of girlfriends. They mm. were all my friends. Everybody just happened to be drop dead gorgeous. I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah, I yeah. own who I am, and yeah, I'm gonna the give them their props. Yeah, the crew. Everybody happened to be drop dead gorgeous, mm -hmm. and Ebony Girls started out as an all girls street team. Mm -hmm. I remember. Okay, and it was the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. But then it stopped because people started asking us, well, you know, asking to host parties, mm -hmm. and we started doing that. And it would be people reaching out to me from I'm Ebony in Atlanta, and I'm getting calls from. This is the 90s people. Yeah. I'm getting calls from Kid Capri's manager. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting calls from Jamie Foxx's people, yeah. Magic Johnson's people. Yeah. Like, you know, we want you, we heard about you guys. We've yeah. seen you, you know, we want you to host so-and-so's party, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, okay, so it turned into something else, mm -hmm. you know? And um, that went on for a minute. And then um, I started another thing called Girl Six. Yeah. That's when I was doing everything. I tell people all the time, they're like, so and so and so, you know, Alex, I was like, man, me and Alex did parties yeah, I together. Did I, you yeah. know how many flyers I can pull up right. from the early 90s right. to, from Girl 6, Damn, AG funny. Entertainment, you know, yeah. the whole then, nine. It was, and I tell people all the time, I say it's funny because Alex is the only one who kept going. He's the only one that kept going. But it was 26, 20. Oh, I, let me say. Noontime. That, that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. me. Yeah. Absolutely. It was 2620 it. and it know. was noontime. And when I say me, I mean me and my girls. But yeah. seriously, it really, it, it yeah. absolutely was. It, you just so hit Alex, that right Everybody else doing, jumped in the music. Yeah. Alex, the only one who. And let me tell you a story about Alex. It's so funny. After me being on the scene, like hot and heavy all those years, when Alex um, first opened up his first club, which was Visions, mm -hmm. we were still talking on the phone, but I had gotten saved and I just went like, Hey, ho! Right. At a party to thank you, Jesus. Don't don't think I did. I, I Twenty four hours. That. I definitely remember that. And it's so crazy. Alex would call me, and I would go, you know, see his spot as they're, you know, building. And then he 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 asked me. He was like, "I want you to go into this with me." He was like, "You don't have to put up any money." Mm. He was like, "I just want you to like to be a partner," because mm -hmm. he knew, you know, and plus we were close. He knew the pull. He knew right. the reach. Absolutely. The whole Absolutely. nine. But I wasn't willing to do it. He walked me through when it was when the, when Visions was completely finished before they even opened their doors, mm -hmm. put on the lights, did everything, and I was like, "Oh my God!" It looked like Studio Fifty Four, like my yeah, shirt. Yeah, that thing. Right. <laughs> I remember it was right before the uh, All Star Weekend. But I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And. I didn't, and I don't, I don't, I don't know, I, I definitely don't have any regrets because nightlife is not my thing, you know? Mm. I, I, in this day and age, I call myself the social light, L-I-G-H-T, mm. because I know one thing about me is I'm very motivating, very inspirational. Yes, yeah. I'm the life of the party. I don't, I never meet a stranger. An Absolutely. aunt can be my best friend. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, I'm glad that I took the road or the path that I took, but and Bad Boy Weekends was hitting up. Ah, yeah, look, Bad Boy Weekend out there. Let, let me tell you something. At Rico's house? Oh, man, let me tell you something. The first, this the first pub party I ever went to. Mm -hmm. uh, it was at the Platinum House. Gotcha. That was the me. First one. Mm -hmm. But we came through the kitchen. Rico <laughs> didn't get through the front door. <laughs> Dog oh, man. We Dog had, go straight. Woo. Platinum House. And you know that. 
the third brown girl, you know, was me, Kim Porter, and Nicole. Mm-hmm. And you That's know, Nicole, me. that was Nicole who owned Pine yeah, I House Nicole. at 21 Nicole, years old. Is that because she was married to V, right? She still is married yeah, to V. Yeah, and so what, Sam Kentucky's daughter? Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's her grandfather, and they yeah, were like, 21. she was 21. Wow. And I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about that. Wow. I walked I into that. the Platinum House that night, mm-hmm. and I was like, I, mean, I saw the line outside, Yeah. and I saw all my people. I was just like, I said, who owns this spot? Yeah. And they're like, this girl from California. I was like, what? They were like, yeah. I said, Sean, who is she? Who I need to see her. I, I need to see her. <laughs> right? <laughs> I walked inside, and they were like, she's upstairs in the office. Somebody was like, let me go get her. It may have been V. Uh-huh. Nicole came. It's like, it was like it was in slow motion. Nicole came down. She had on a little short, silk, oh, silver on, yeah. chemise with these heels on and all that long flowing black hair looking yeah. like an Indian. Yeah. And it was like this right here. I was like this. I was like. Say so like you said, no. And she walked you. down. I walked over to her. I said, my name is Ebony Electra and you need to know me. Period. That was <laughs> it. That was uh, it. See, that's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing it like that. And not in a cocky way. You know what I mean? Because there's no saying. cockiness. People just get, people get, let me tell you something. It's so easy to get just confidence, mm-hmm. confused. Oh, absolutely. Especially with people that, are, that just don't have it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people use it right. to not deal with you or to have or create this image or this feeling towards you because of your confidence. Like you ain't never been disrespectful. You always been, it's Ebony Electric. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you you can't be a part of this <laughs> Ebony Electric party, baby, but it is Ebony Electric. And that's what I've always loved about you. And it's funny because I tell people, even with artists, I'm like, when people used to bring artists all the time, I say, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. If I were to put you in a room with the five biggest stars, mm-hmm. could you stand out in that room? And, I used, and that's what I used to ask them, right? But everybody's not made for that. You got it, show. And everybody's not cut. Everybody's not cut from that cloth. Man, let me tell you something. I'm watching. I'm looking at. That's I'm, a gift. I'm you not, have it. You have that gift. Oh, baby, yeah, don't you tell you me. You have that gift. And the first time baby, I listen. ever laid eyes on you, I said, "Who is that?" Listen, baby. Because we, you, you absolutely, you were like the male Ebony Electra. But we ain't got all night to talk about me. <laughs> 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 you got somewhere to go tonight, man. We ain't been here that we talk about me. <laughs> I can't stand you, kid. Well, let me tell you something. I'm looking at uh, Instagram the other day. I'm on, and this, of course, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Okay. And you coming out from the back room talking about you just met Oprah. Mm-hmm. I said, exactly. That's, de- that's, that's def- definitely that's right. right. That's exactly right. I was not surprised. I got to tell you about that. So I was being honored. That was Mother's Day weekend. I was being honored. It was a Ciroc um, empowered women's brunch, mm-hmm. right? Cool. So it was in my honor. I thought it was very, very nice of them to do. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And the photographer who was there said, I'm only going to tell you this. He said, Oprah is in the lobby. She just sat down to dine. I left my phone because I didn't want to be disrespectful because I'm around celebs all the time. And that's just a disrespect when they walk up to somebody when they're eating. Mm -hmm. I left my phone. I walked over. Angela Watts, a publicist here in Atlanta, was talking to her at the time. And when she finished, I kind of walked in, I said what I had to say, and we were talking, and she could not believe that my name was Ebony Electra, mm-hmm. right? So she said it, you know, a million times. She's like, I really can't believe that's your real name. I was like, absolutely. And 
We start talking about South Africa, because that's my second home. South mm -hmm. Africa is definitely my second home. Like how people go to Miami, I go to South, South Africa. Africa. Yes. Ooh, At least three, four times a year. Tell them, Shawty. <laughs> so I was like, um, then we start talking about South Africa, because the girls who, who was sitting with her uh -huh. went to her school in South Africa. So we, you know, it was a great, it was a great conversation. The only bit that I was able to capture was a photographer happened to walk up and get that last little bit. And it was so funny, because people were like, um, Sandra Rose, that's a, a friend of mine. She said, Sandra was over there? No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. Sandra was like, she posted it. Uh -huh. And then she said, oh my God, these people were trash talking you. They were like, she walked up to her and really interrupted her. I said, listen, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I don't have to explain to y'all what really took place. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't. No, I don't. And it is what it is. Crazy, like, man. I'm such a, a positive human being that, let me be honest with you. That kind of stuff does, chatter does not bother me. Um, it especially, and what, what I will say now, what, what does bother me is when people who you're close to, extremely close to, hurt you, okay? So, but with that, you still gotta be the bigger person. You gotta forgive, you ain't gotta mess with, but when you see them, you still show them love. You still, cause you gotta understand, I'm stacking up excellent karma for the rest of my life. Period, mm. period. I'm stacking up excellent karma for the rest of my life and every seed that I plant, I want it to produce an amazing harvest. I'm, I'm serious, I'm, I'm for real about this thing. There's nothing that I heard somebody else say, that's for real. This one thing I've always admired about you, mm -hmm. and this I'm always battle with. You've been so unapologetically you mm -hmm. since I've known you. Mm -hmm. And you always let your confidence overflow. And I was a little different. I've always been confident since I can never, I, I never remember a time where I didn't. Since have. out the womb. Yeah, but Period. the trick was with, so for a while, I knew I was different, but I wanted to be friends with folks. So You're not different, you're special. Talk to me then. Okay, because so, I'm, I'm special. Right, so. And you're me, and I'm right. you. But for years, That's I was true. trying to find that balance where I don't want to be too much of me so I can be their friend. I know I ain't like them. I know I'm this and that. And sometimes I'll find myself so frustrated and. You can't stop your flow to please other people. Yeah, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. And I used to watch, and every time I saw you, that's why, and this is the under God truth. Every time I saw you, I always felt like you took some of the slack off me. Does that make sense? I understand like, exactly what you're saying. Like, okay, whew, I ain't gonna look too bad now being me. Mm -hmm. Cause she has so entered secret. the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can turn yeah, all the way yeah, up. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, maybe they ain't gonna put all the, you know, all the shit talking on me. But I can't calm down. Yeah, that's not right. And ain't nobody gonna tell me to calm down because this is real. Evidence. So it's it authentic. Yeah, so it I used to love to see you because I used to be like, mm. And I used to, and of course, you know, I'm very in tune with energy and mm -hmm. paying attention to body language and just human behavior. So I would always see women like, and you know me, I love to watch the room. So every time you would come in, I would just lay back in the cut to see who was having trouble with dealing with all that glow. <laughs> <laughs> see, 
good petty like that. I'm old petty. I've never like that. heard it oh, put I, quite that way, I but love, I love that. I love that shit. To this day, I do that. You don't have to open your mouth. I think I do nothing. You don't have to say a word. All you have to do is enter the center. That's it, baby. Listen, enter and that's a center. it's a blessing and a curse because oh, you're gonna have people that embrace it, and then you're gonna have people who gonna smile on your face, hug you up, but they really slick hate. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I have dealt with that since I've had friends and not even not even childhood but the older we got mm -hmm. you know and I'm, I'm a person I, I tell everybody and I, I'm gonna post this a million times I'm always like what did I do to you what did I do to you just tell me right now what I did because I want to what did I do to you to make you as a friend do this to me Tell me what I did. Tell me one thing they can't tell me. Well, I can name five, six, seven things you've done, but no, I had to give you like passes you. every yeah. single time because if I didn't give my friends passes, I would have no friends. Wow. What I have, what God gifted with, God gifted in me, I tell people all the time, you have the palatial estate, you can have the five car garage, you can buy as much as you want to, but you can't buy what I have. Well, you can't buy it. You can't you buy what I have, told. and, and, and what I have will, 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 will coast me through the rest of my life. You understand what I'm saying? Period. You know, so it's, it's, it's like, I, I tell you, it's a blessing and a curse to be yeah. gifted. I thank God every day for how he made me, you know, inside. Like, I'm serious, and I hear people, you know, oh, Ebony, you know, you have just the best energy and your personality, and you're, you're so motivating. And when people say that to me, that's like somebody telling a pretty girl every single time you see somebody like, you're so beautiful. You know, you almost feel bad because you hear that everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Well, with me, it's always about my energy, my personality, my spirit. And while they're saying those things to me, I am quietly just thanking God. Wow. Every single, you have no idea, Can I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I'm constantly thanking God for making me the way that I am. Like you have, I'm so serious. Yeah, I'm a great personality, spirit and all that, but I promise you I'm 80%, excuse my language, nigga. Absolutely. I promise you, like I'm an alpha female, mm. I own it. I'm an alpha female and I own it. Mm. However, like every relationship that I'm in, the guys are like, you know, you're gonna let me be the leader. And I was like, I didn't marry none of them. The person who will always get me every time is the person who can curb this mouth, curb this. Not, you're not, you don't, you don't even want to curb my confidence. But you understand what I'm saying? I know like when I walk into a room, people used to be like, I can't stand going places with you. It takes us 20 minutes to get from the door to the booth. Yeah. You don't have to wait. You can go <laughs> ahead. You ain't got to wait. But Take I'm going to home. speak to my people because I'm not like that. I'm not the one no, that you're going to walk in with security. No security for me, period. But my point is, I'm not walking in and going straight to my booth. I'm speaking to my folks. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody always says. Ebony, the one thing I'll say about you, 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 you you're consistent. Mm -hmm. You never change. I don't care if I see you on a red carpet with Oprah. I don't care if I see you on a yacht with Puff. Mm -hmm. and, yep. I, and I see you, you will get off that Absolutely. yacht because you're my people Absolutely. and you were gonna, you're gonna speak, you're gonna hug, you're gonna have a conversation. People can say, come on, I'm like, hold up. You know, that's a real people person. And once again, thank you God for yeah. making me this way. You got it, man. You, I'm serious. You got it. I'm so serious. You got it. And it's so funny, man, because I'm just like, once again, it's to be able to move 
and like you said, never met a stranger. Mm-hmm. Moving all types of circles, different people, from Bankhead to Me too. Beverly I would Hill, sleep on a project floor. Yeah. If you're a friend of mine, I don't mind. Absolutely. Give me two blankets. I will sleep on the floor in the projects yeah. as long as I have no roaches. <laughs> like, I'm sick because I'm, I'm no respect to a person's. Mm-hmm. I will hang with Beyonce, and then the next day, I'll hang with my uncle, who we know has been on drugs for 30 years, mm-hmm. and he's in the hood. But I, I like, and it, it, I forget my uncle. It could be a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. It's not, I'm no respect to a person's. I'm genitals. no respect to a person. The same way you treat the senior. I'm so serious. Yeah, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. That's cool as hell. I, I mean, dog, I love you. I like, have I to laugh because we haven't even scratched the surface of this interview yet, but we're so big on energy and mm-hmm. all that 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 is just taking the lead. I know it. I love it, though. <laughs> it's so funny how um, when you did, uh, you say you got saved? Oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, because I remember that time. I was like, it was just like, shoo, Let me just, tell you what happened. It's yeah, so please. crazy. Was that? I had already been on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was working at Spelman for the president of Spelman, of course. If I'm going to do it, if I'm going to get a 9 to 5, mm-hmm. I'm going to so get a going, 9 to 5. So you're going now, man. So I was working in the president's office at Spelman. And, you know, the girls would come in with all kinds of problems. And it's at the other end. I'm, of course, I'm a people person. So I was the big sister to so many girls. So one of my little sisters came one day full of sweat. She's like, oh my God, Mace is outside. I said, Mace who? Oh, oh, but They oh, said, Mace. Why do I need to put some more drink in the cup before you can tell this story? I said, <laughs> I told my boss, I said, I'll be right back. I walked outside, Mace sitting on his bed. There's a whole bunch of girls around him. Wow. I walked up from behind. I said, Mason Bethel. And he turned around because it was an authoritative voice. Right, right. He looked and he saw me, and you know we got history because of her. Absolutely. We had we hugged, hugged, hugged. I left my car at the job. We went for dinner and we sat at dinner for three hours. He had just moved here from New York and he had told me that he had given his life to God, this, that, the other. And I've always been a God-fearing woman. It's crazy. I got like a million journals with everything that God ever told me in my life and everything he ever told me Mm -hmm. is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? Understand God is not a man that he should lie. We went to dinner. We talked and he was telling me, like I said, about how he's given his life to God and this, that, the other. And I said, you need to start a Bible study. He was like, I already know people here. I said, let me just do it. There we go. Ebony Electric. Ebony Electric. <laughs> Days in, right across the street from the Fox Theater. Yeah. I called all my friends. I said, listen, this man is serious. He will quote the Bible. The stuff that comes out of his mouth is amazing. I said, you got to come to this Bible study. I had all my friends, all these little cute girls, all these little dope boys, and all these, whether you politician, whatever you were, you were at the Days in, and we were listening to Mace. Man, come on. I helped come him start on. his church. Don't you tell Mace me. Mace can't man. give anybody else credit wow. for helping him start his church because it all started with me, my friends. I wrote up his entire press package. I called every humongous mega pastor across the United States and put up a tour like, Mason Bethel is now a pastor and we need time at your church. Every okay. Why you crying? That's, we did hey, a thing. Why it's you all so good. Fear, man? 
I'm so serious. I never knew that. And uh, nobody really, a few so people. Don't, so you don't put Mace in the preacher game in the city? Well, no, no, no. He was already going that route. It's just that I helped him out in a tremendous you way. In, you put him in and the game. And he can never you sit in the his seat across from you and say any different. Man, look, you ain't got to tell me, man. I don't I have to lie. I know that. I ain't got to lie, Craig. I ain't got to lie. You, you ain't got to lie. You told me what happened. What? But you didn't tell me why you got saved. I told you I was always a God-fearing person, but That's spending time me. with him while I was helping him build the church, mm -hmm. everything is biblical. We're going to church. We're doing, you know what I'm saying? So I was just convicted. I love the Lord and to each his own with their religion is only one God. No matter how we go through him, it's only one God. Mm -hmm. I happen to choose, I happen to choose um, Jesus Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And so at the good. end of the day, I just went cold turkey and stopped. But when I came back, I was like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Oh, my God, yeah. you look like you're 12 years you, old. You did. Oh, my God. I remember that. Because I was off the scene. Listen, I remember that. People I, tried to pull me out of that. People tried to pay me out of that. People tried to get me back so bad. I could have cared less. And I'm glad I did because it gave me a foundation mm -hmm that would never, ever, ever leave me. I could be a minister right now if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I have that much word in me. How do you feel about Mace now? I'm, I'm good with him because here's the deal. People have a tendency to, you know, want to go off on the pastor. Oh my God, he got somebody pregnant in the church. I'm not going to the church. Mace, oh, he went back to rap. He's not a man of God. Mm -hmm. Cut the crap. Let me explain something to you about a pastor. Pastors, that's a job. Like anybody else has a job. It's a job for them to come on a Sunday Absolutely. and deliver the message that they receive from the Lord mm -hmm. to speak to their sheep. Mm -hmm. Okay? The congregation are the sheep and the pastor is the shepherd. Mm -hmm. They are human first. Nobody said that these pastors were made perfect. Mind you, they're human beings. Okay? So, when people, people get all bent out of shape, oh, I'm not going to that church anymore because he got somebody pregnant, he's a married man. Listen, I don't come for the man that's in that pulpit. I come for the message. Mm -hmm. And as a pastor, you are to give a message to, like I said, the sheep. Mm -hmm. So I don't care about all of that. You know, that, that's, it's, a, it's a profession. It's a profession. Like any mm. other profession, simple I, as that. So for Mace to go back to yeah, rap yeah. and still be in a pulpit, I have no problem no with that. Problem. He's not talking about, excuse my language, he's not talking about bitches, hoes, coochie. He's not talking about any of that when he does choose to rap. Mm. And he does get booked for shows to do his old songs. There's nothing wrong with that because mm. let me tell you something about him. And I mean this, Mace has an anointing on his life like never before. This man knows the word of God. I've never seen anything like it. For you to just make a transition from the rap game to being a pastor, somebody be like, man, I ain't listening to that. When I tell you, listen to it. I want you to go to this church one day. He is a, it's not a joke. Can I tell you a story? What, you went to his church? Listen to me. I can't stand you. Look, <laughs> he was on Peter Street at the little school or whatever. I love it. Well, you know, make... Go ahead. Let's man, have this real conversation. Nah, gonna, man, I finna go. I got to go see them. What? I go in. First time at that church. And you know me. I'm all, you know. You know, I, you know. Anyway, <laughs> I get in. First I get in, me and my boy. I'm like, ooh, boy. 
Yeah, of course. They feel like he walked into a club because he's made. So all the girls want to come, hoping that they, he gonna get them pregnant in the congregation. Run off to me like, whoa, whoa. But this is like on everybody. I didn't know. It's like walking into a club, but on Sunday. This is what happened, and this is why I never came back to Mays Church. On everything, sending them boom, boom. We chilling, waiting on Mays. His wife come up, Twyla. Twyla say. We're going to take an offering. They took an offering. Mason late. They said he was late. He was running late. Okay. So they were going to go on and take an offering. He got there. As soon as he got there and started talking, he said, because I'm late today, we're not going to take an offering. I said, bus stop. <laughs> like, who does that? Hey, look. I'm like, oh, so y'all going to run the game that cold. Because he's real in that thing. But so listen, did they no. give the offering back? No. You okay, know well, that game. But you know back. God ain't going to give it back either. Stop. Look, look, look. Nobody about it. He may that turn boy, water to wine, but that he ain't about to give it But that boy started preaching. And you were convicted. I was like, that nigga smooth. <laughs> no, it's not. I like not that. Smooth. Nah, yeah, but I mean good. I'm like, damn, what that mean good? Yeah. Like, but, but it's with me, with him, with you. I feel like we've been given something extra special. Mm-hmm. We've been get, given this uh, leadership quality. But for me, it's almost like, and I don't know for you, I don't know for him, mm-hmm. but it's almost like, I feel it, I see it, I get it. Mm-hmm. But my way of leading is just dropping doses everywhere mm-hmm. and getting out. Mm-hmm because I don't want the responsibility of leadership. Yeah, of, and, I, and this is what I learned. When I was training real hard and training people, I was just like, in order for me to make money in this, the money is in results. Right? Absolutely. So no matter how much I train you, how hard I go, if you don't eat right when you go home, you're gonna look the same next week. That right. would make a very dope trainer, right? So to kick people out. If you, if I don't see the result in you, I don't want. I don't want to train you. It didn't make Get sense. Out. That's what I'm telling you. It's just like, no matter what, you can't. My expectations for people are sometimes unreal, and I want them to get it right off the top. I want them to feel the way I feel. I want them to go as hard as I go. I want them to want it as bad as I want it. Right. And I get so disappointed when somebody can't see the glow, the star shit in them that I see. And it's so personal. That's disappointing. Yeah. And, and, and see, I've, I haven't gotten to the place yet where I can't keep it from being personal. You know what I mean? It's almost like, I get it. I want you to be like, boy, do you know you that motherfucker? You are the one. You, you I mean, it's almost like, you telling me you can't see this table right you here? You can't take everybody with you. But I can't. It's, uh, so this is what happened. I've been wanting to do this show for years. Me getting married, I married a friend. So now I got a friend at home. And it's so funny. I was just having a conversation with my buddy the other night. He was just like, he was talking about some other dudes and their marriage and all that. And I was like, well, to be honest with you, the fastest I drive throughout the day is on my way home. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To get to your woman. To get to my wife. Absolutely. You I'm sorry, I mean? your wife, not your woman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a big difference. <laughs> exactly. Hello. So, but it's like, once you have a, for me, for me, because I give so much of myself all day long, I got to have somewhere to charge. To a man is not a man without a woman. And I'm going to tell you Talk that. I don't care. It, it can, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit anybody. It could be a mother. The relationship between a mother and a son mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. You know, da- dads love their daughters, but a lot of dads are absent from the home, and they, you know they'll, they'll see the daughters. And then for the ones who are there with their daughters growing up, mm-hmm. then they have that bond. But the relationship between a mother and a son mm-hmm. is amazing. So at the end of the day, as long as you get a woman who exemplifies the same characters and the same thing as a mother or what you wanted in a mother, if you didn't have that from your mother, then that's a keeper. A man is not a man without a woman. Denzel Washington is extremely successful as an actor, but he gives all that credit to Pauletta. Pauletta didn't come to him as just a hot chick in the club. She had stuff going on, but she had to put that behind her because she had to be supportive of her husband. Had she not been supportive of her husband, Denzel would have went astray. Denzel would have had, would have succumbed to all the distractions around him. Let me tell y'all something. A woman, and I'm gonna say a black woman. I'm sure everybody has seen that one portrait with the black woman that carries that big old bag over her shoulder and has like 50 different titles coming out of it. That, excuse my language, that shit is real. We wear 50 million different hats and do it effortlessly. Y'all are not made for that. Y'all are made to provide and give good D. Simple as that. Our job is so much more than what y'all can ever imagine. And for you to go out there and be a provider, you're not gonna do it for a slouch. You're not gonna do it for somebody that ain't giving you, that's not supporting you. You're gonna do it for a woman because you're like, man, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't see you. That's gonna make you get your butt out there and get it. That's gonna make you be a, the best man you can be. It's a woman. If you didn't have that in your life, you would sit home and drink beer and watch TV or go over here and screw off with a bunch of different other women. And, blah, blah. and that's not fulfilling because when you come home to your house at night, womanless, and you walk in those doors, it's lonely. You're picking up your phone, seeing who you're gonna call out of the five or six women that you can. A man who's got one solid woman behind his back, oh, he's gonna be successful. He's gonna soar, period. That's what we do, and I don't care if you're talking about a, what's that song? Give me a project, bitch. You know, it can even be a project, girl. It don't matter, she's a woman. And if you're a strong woman, it's a rap. Black women are strong. Black women are strong. Try to do it by yourself if you want to. You're gonna find yourself running in circles. Get you a real, real, real woman, a real black woman, and you're gonna go like this. Who the hell are you talking to, though? <laughs> I'm talking to you and everybody who's on feet. So if you think for one minute that you don't hold need- Hold on, hold on. Did this damn feminist movement see you? No, no, no. This is just some real, this so look, is real. This so is real, this that. is real. So since we there, we're going to stay your movement. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time. Well, I need to squeeze my lime. That's, that's like drinking like I'm a dude. That's straight vodka. Talk. You just said you was a nickel. No, I didn't. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> when Tyler Perry, I mean, when, well, not Tyler, who wrote that book? <laughs> Steve Harvey, when he wrote 
Think act like, like a, a woman. Yeah. Act like a woman. Think like a man. I never had to read it. You have to read. You already know. I'm already there, and that's another gift from God. Well, well, I'm well, already well, there. Well, let's deal with this. All this chomping me off, and you trying to do. I'm not chomping you. So I let me would. tell you this. Because your light shines as bright as mine, baby. Talk to me, baby. Listen. Go ahead. Guess what I always say. What? Fellas, listen. Now, y'all just ride with me for a minute. I tell people all the time, and I always have, you'll never get to the next level in your life without the woman. Thank you. Thank right you. I told woman. you we mirror right. each other. Yes. This, the most powerful thing in this world is a black woman. I tell people, yo. But here's the issue with that. Because we were taught what being a man was all wrong, right? Most men feel like to feel like a man to be a man, you got to step on the woman's neck. So right. what happened was the men who get there and have that woman, they understand that I understand the power of her. And her power does not affect me being a man at all. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so that's what I'm saying. So she doesn't offend my manhood. Absolutely. By me understanding her power. You feel what I'm saying? But most men are offended by that because they were taught manhood all wrong. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm the dominant one and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you have yeah. no say. Yeah, it's my yeah, world. Yeah, you this gonna, is my castle. Yeah, you're going to be that. somewhere. You're going to be that. So I, I get it. So it's just like this true story. I've been wanting to do this show since 2015. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, you're not. This is exactly how it went. We laying in the bed one night, me and my wife. I ain't been messing with nobody. I ain't been out. I ain't been doing nothing. We land in bed and tip call. Tip call. What were you doing? Right, man, nothing in the bed. Man, come jump in the car with me. Let go cheat on. Man, but I'm asleep. You should have went because they got some good Hold food. on, check it out. <laughs> White grab the phone, put it. Hey, hey, uh, uh. Time for you to get back out there. Time for you to come on now. Just shake it off. It's, okay. time, it's time to go. Okay. All right, boy. I'll come. Through. Here I'm coming. That night, just in there with him, I decided to go on and do the show. That's exactly how the show went. So you did hop out the bed and you yeah. went. Okay, she, go ahead. She told me to get my ass out of bed. Amen. That's go. a good woman, honey. That's why you because you right don't never try to change Yo, a man. That's why your ass sitting right here. You just build a man up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's my dog. Hey, that's my dog. Because she said, boy, come on, man. Get. And, and, and here's the thing. For me, it's like, I'm so, I'm the, I am, I've always known I was a shit. Okay. I know that. You have always, oh my gosh, you took me back to the 90s just now. Right. You've always said that about yourself. Come on, man. You have always said I'm the shit. Now, I'm not, I don't do all of that now. Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, you've always said but, I'm the shit. You've always the said problem. that. But, but it's, it's real though, Ken. Yeah, but here's my, here's my issue. I want everybody to be the shit. I understand. Me too. So I felt. Crazy I bring being this shit by myself, but it was like that's not real. It's not real. Everybody has to get there in their own time, mm -hmm. and I never wanted to be there by myself. So when people always say it's lonely at the top, they're just like, "Yeah, nigga, you ain't bring nobody with you." But I just didn't have people to bring with me that believe the way you and I believe. Right. Like it. Nothing. Affects Ebony Electra. Nothing. 
<laughs> like all it's this so shit outside. Crazy. And again, thank you, Lord, yeah. for making me this way. Nothing. Yeah, but that's not real. Like for Nothing. everybody. It's else. not. It's not. And I and understand it's, that. And it's it's so not real for everybody else. And yeah. now here's the cool part. You're a woman. Mm -hmm. So with this energy and this attitude and this this confidence, mm -hmm. it's easier for you to move. Mm -hmm. With me, with this confidence, I'm dealing with dudes. So my best business and most and of my different. my biggest moves have came from dealing with women. Right, I feel you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel you. If it's a if it's a nigga involved, nine times out of ten, it ain't gonna happen for me. <laughs> well, okay, with me, as long as women are involved, it's not. I have got so many jobs based on my talent, where I'm hosting a show and I'm doing great, or I'm anything that's my my gift. My talent is my voice. Okay. You put me on a stage with 50 million people, mm. I can rock the mic, I can be the best motivational speaker for you. Mm. You put me on a radio, we gonna have the highest ratings. Mm. You put me on American Idol and they gonna be like, oh my God, I love her. Mm. You know, you can do any, anything. I have the gift of voice, Absolutely. okay? Yeah. So what I've had to deal with, I got hired by a man because they saw the value in Absolutely. me, okay? Absolutely. Got hired by a man. And, and I'm not gonna lie, got hired by women because of my jovialness yeah, and I'm all. Absolutely. But then people tend to get jealous of this glow, of this shine, and I hate it because it's not on purpose. All Man. I'm doing is being me. Come on, Joe, and they don't like it. Talk to me, they Joe. can't take it. Talk they can't me. take that. Oh, people are coming down from this department, that department, because everybody heard that, oh my God, this girl who's hosting the show Absolutely. on our network is the bomb. Right. You've got to come and see her. And they'll come down on lunch breaks or they'll leave their job. They'll leave in the middle of a so-and-so just to come see me put, you know, Absolutely. on this show. Yeah. And then I was hired by a man, but then he left the company, went somewhere else. And then a woman steps in, she absolutely fired, 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 fired. So that's when I knew that I said, I can't work for nobody. And I'm not, a, here's the deal. I don't think that I'm too good that I can't go get a nine to five. But when I'm on a nine to five, I said, $15 an hour, $17 an hour, I get paid way more than that just to host an event for two hours and I'm sitting here giving you this for so I had to stop it but but let me say this to you that was not always easy and when I say always easy it was always easy for me I left that alone I said this nine to five I can't do it and when I would go to a nine to five oh my god they would love my dirty draws Every day, if I didn't, if I called in sick to work, they'd be mad. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. But the craziest thing, the craziest thing, I would get fired from my nine to five. I mean, I fired. I would let go because I, I felt like I, I know my worth. Mm -hmm. I know my worth. I know my worth. I know my worth. So I'm not going to take your 17, 18 dollars an hour because I know that I am gifted and I am talented. Mm -hmm. And I know, so I had to stop and just say, you're gonna be an entrepreneur, but in the meantime, here's the deal, I would get gigs and then get a gig, it'll be a, on a January. I'll get a gig that'll take me through February. And then it come March, and I'm like, okay, I got bills. So let me ask my millionaire friends who I put in this game, 
who I've opened doors for that if I'm asking you for $200 here or $300 here that you have no problem do because now I put you in a position that you're now you're a millionaire but I'm not looking at it like oh I'm straight and I ain't got ever because I know I got millionaire friends yeah. that's not how I'm looking at it okay because I'm I'm constantly getting gigs but I'm constantly asking you I need to pay this bill. Georgia Power outside right now. Mm -hmm. I need to pay this bill. So and so, so and they would do it. But that's not how I wanted to live the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I would have lived the rest of my life like that had it not been for an incident where I don't have to ever go searching for things because I am the way that I am, things fall in my lap. It fell into my lap that three of my closest friends, three of my closest friends, oh, they've been dogging you out for six months. They said they're tired of you asking them for money. Blah, blah, blah. This shit broke my heart. I cried, and you can't even cry in less than a millimeter of a second. Well, I beat that punch, and I just started shedding with tears. Like, and I'm not the one that says, well, I did this for you. I'm not that one. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't leave. I, you know what my thing was? My thing was, wow. Instead of y'all collectively talking about me, all y'all had to do was come to me because you know the person that I am. And if y'all would have sat me down and said, Eb, it stops here. Yeah. I would have said, I'm with it. What you got? Everybody's successful because I put so many people in positions to be successful. All you had to do was come to Ebony and say, listen, this is gonna stop. You're more powerful than any of us because basically I am. Everybody's working the nine to five that I'm talking about. And they're doing good at what they do, but they're working the nine to five. I'm gifted. I've been, I've been having visions for as long as I can remember. Dreams, everything. I always saw myself on a stage with the, with, 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 with the Beatles, like the people they were bringing. I'm not lying. That's the first thing. I feel I put this on God, and God knows that I'm not lying. And I've seen it, and I can never understand what I was doing. Right. I knew I wasn't preaching. Mm -hmm. I knew, I, I was like, what is all this for? And I would have this repeatedly, but I've been in a different outfit, I've been in a different place, the mm -hmm. whole nine yards. Didn't know what it was for. I know what it's for now. Now, it's, it, was for, I was, it was all for my purpose. Wow. I've been in entertainment forever. I've been pulled in 50 million different directions. Ebony, I want you to work this project with me. Or Ebony, you know, they said, oh, Ebony, can we do, you know, and I've always said, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, because that's just who I am. But don't call me no more, ask me to do nothing with you. Because right now it's all about Ebony Electra. And what I, like I said, what I call myself is the social light. Mm -hmm. Because somebody said, referred to me one day as a social light, L I T E. And I got offended. I said, I have entirely too much under my belt to be referred to as a social light. Mm. I'm not just one that's being invited to the biggest events and this, no, 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 I'm beyond that. I took a step back, I tapped into God. He revealed my purpose, October 2013. It's been on ever since. It's been a wrap ever since. That is crazy. That's why I'm so sad that my dog left me because, man, we have so many plans. It's just crazy, and I, I just can't even. That's amazing, though, man. Like, you just, the fact that you just, you get, see, see this is the, this is, the fact that you get you is what's powerful. Because a lot of people don't get them. Yeah, I get it now, and like, I'm unapologetic I, about who I so am. I used to. I used to go crazy 
because I couldn't understand. I know this is going to sound crazy. No, probably won't because I can identify, <laughs> I'm sure. But I used to go crazy. I used to be like, why people can't see what I see? Why people can't feel the way I feel? Like, why, why do, and I, and I used to tell my son this all the time. I said, baby, listen, the world has a job. And that job every day is to create an ounce of doubt in your mind, right? So I used to tell them all the time, I say, baby, look, it takes this much belief to be successful. It takes this much doubt to be to a failure. To be a failure. You better say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but you're constantly around people who don't have that level of belief. I don't know where it came from for me. Mm-hmm. I just nobody ever had to tell me because you were born special, right? So, but but when you're, and I told this girl this one time, she was a musician. And you know, you always coach other folk better than you coach yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So she hit me, Evan, and she like, I just they they, don't, they just don't get me. I've always been different. I've been in there. I said, all right, baby, let me give it, let me give you something to think about. I say, imagine yourself in a room of 50 people. Mm-hmm. I say, you make 51, <laughs> right? There's 50 people in this room, but all these people are crippled. Would you want to fit in? Would you want to be crippled? She was just like, hell no, hell no, Ken. I say, so just remember, you always in a room full of crippled people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. Yes. That was a good one. Yeah, exactly. But I got this terrible thing about me, which is a good thing, but it's so conflicting and it's so aggravating. It's like, I know I'm the shit. I want to do this. I can do this. I do this. I know where I can go, but I don't want to go by myself. You know what I mean? So my partner used to always say, Ken. You always get rolling and then try to go back and get somebody with you. Like, nigga, finish the drill. Like, you can't, like, every time, you do that every time you take off running and, oh, damn, hold up, hold up. Hey, come on, y'all, come on. And the shit just. Ken, let me tell you something. You know what I mean? That has been me forever. And I'm going to say this. When Kim passed, that was it for yeah, me. Yeah. That was it for me. I am no, I am not the same person. I have the same spirit, the same energy, the same charisma, the same personality. But that was it for me. That's when I went cold turkey. And everything that I ever wanted to do, everything I, that, I, that I started back in the 90s that I wrote up that never came to fruition, that I had written up or any project or whatever, Everything is now coming to fruition because what I've gained is a focus like never before. I have gained, uh, I've always been confident, but don't call, like I said, don't call me asking me, Ebony, I want you to do this um, dinner with me. We're going to do it every Friday. No, ma'am. You know, I recognize my strength. I recognize my power. I recognize my worth now. And... I feel like I'm in the second phase of my life. My first phase was in, was entertainment. I'm pleasing everybody. Not even pleasing everybody. Hey, I don't even want to say that. I was always involved with my 
friends, mm -hmm. always involved with my friends, and to a point where I want to throw something on your birthday, or we're gonna go to so and so because I know this con I know this person that saw this concert. Concert, so I'm gonna get all of us back to his patches. We're gonna go, and I'm gonna do, and we're gonna, and you know, and blah, and you you have a dream and a vision. Oh girl, I'm gonna implement that for you. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna pour the past. That was it for me. That was it for me. Losing Kim Porter to me was like losing a spouse. Mm. This wasn't a talk to her every three times out of a month. This was a talk to every day, several times a day. We do everything together. We travel together. We don't care about nothing else mm. but us. We Look, it is. And my girl, Marsha, who was her girl also. Mm. I, it, 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 it was to the point where she even said, oh, what, you know, what do you call us? I said, what do you mean? She was like, what do you call what this is? I was like, best friends? She was like, excuse my language again. Bitch, we bigger than best friends. This is some sisterhood. It was, me and Kim have had two fallouts in our life. I talked about her, she talked about me. We ain't give a damn. We was going at it, you know. I don't care if I don't ever speak to you again a day in my life. You know, all that type of stuff. God said, y'all funny. Y'all are funny. Y'all are, and she said this herself. She said to me one day, when we're talking about, she said, what are we? And I said, best friend, she's like, bitch, please, you know. She said, we soulmates. I said, soulmates is for love, but she said, not today it ain't. Not today. Not today it ain't. Not today. You know, and, and I'm not discrediting any of her other friends, but the relationship that we had. No, I told her, I, I told her I understand. When was the last time we saw each other? You remember the last time we saw each other? Me and you? Yeah. Stop. Um, I, don't like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like guessing. Go ahead. The last time we saw each other, we sat down just like this. Kicking it, talking shit. Oh my God! And your phone wrong. And my phone! On the roof. Oh my God, at Stankonia Studios. How crazy is that? Me and you sitting down here kicking it, pow wild talking about all the old part, this, that, and that. And that's the last time I saw your Ken, phone rang. do you wrong. know that you were in my face talking to me when my phone rang? Just like this. How crazy is that? And that's all. Telling me that my sister was unconscious. Yep. But never did I think death. Mm -hmm. To me, it was like people getting, you know, going conscious or falling conscious all the time. Mm -hmm. You know? I just talked to her, you know? the night before we just talked. And I was like, okay, you fought, bitch. You're falling asleep with me. I'm going to hang up on you. Because LA is a different time zone. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, I got to get up at 5.30 in the morning and take my son to school. Yep, you're right. I'm falling asleep on you. Not knowing that that would be my last conversation with this girl. So when I got the phone call that day at Stankonia amongst you and Big and everybody else, I was just like, 